Okay, I'm like, I intentionally, okay, good. See, we're recording right now. This is a test and there's like motorcycles driving by. And after we listen to this, I need your trap. And if there's traffic and motorcycles, I'm closing the window. That's okay. That's fine. Because either way, there's going to be noise. Yeah. Okay. We're not in a studio. We're in our apartment. Right. I mean, but we've been doing pretty well though, so far. Like you. I haven't got any, have you gotten any complaints in the emails? Nobody listens to this. <laughs> what What would you say you do here? I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand that? What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Okie okay, dokie. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, Nichigi Familia. Cheeky Love Podcast, Mark and Gio. We are here. Um, trying not to touch the microphone too much. I'm just moving it out of the way because I feel yeah. like my voice is, has more like. Uh, I think it should be. I think the microphone should be like more in the center. I think it is in the center, but I want it to be closer to you because I feel like my voice. Always... Okay, so in the center, but closer to me is like automatically not the center. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just gonna. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good now. We're, I don't want to do this now. We don't fight. We don't fight ever. <laughs> Um, for historical context, it is Sunday, July 4th. Happy Independence Day. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like this year is one of those years where nobody's celebrating any holiday. That's very true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preemptively say, off the jump, you're fidgeting too much. And <laughs> I haven't even done anything. I'm holding no, 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 a pen. No, 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 you have. I mean, it's, it's so much more than holding it. It's like there's like mild tapping. Uh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm like uh, autistic, and <laughs> yeah, and the fidgeting, you know, makes me go to the bad place. So you need to like respect my neurodiversity <laughs> and stop making so many strange little noises. Um, whoo! We just need to kind of land the plane a little bit. Helicopter. I'm more of a helicopter. Yeah. So 2021 Independence Day, July 4th, uh, Canada Day. Was a few days ago. Yeah. Um, Again, I feel like all these holidays are gonna be out in the next five years. Not yeah. in the next five years, like like officially, but I feel like there's gonna be more and more people who are gonna be like who start to realize like what these holidays truly yeah. mean. Think about it and a like bit more. think about it a bit more. Yeah. And yeah, like at the time, like you know, back in the day, ten years ago or even five years ago, it was. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it was really like Canada Day was the fun day. You get the day off. Yeah. You have to stat. You go party. Go to the beach. You got the fireworks later. Mm -hmm. You got all this shit going on. And this year was very somber. Um, it was quite quiet. Like nobody. I mean, no one. I feel like nobody was going to be that person who set off fireworks on fucking Canada Day this year because didn't hear just, any. Because everyone would just be like, really. Also, kind of like the, there's fires and yeah. and uh, it's too hot. We're too fried. It's too hot. We're too fried. <laughs> I mean, I kind of. I, I liked Canada Day because we would always get together with friends. But then also that kind of holiday um, is uh, just I know produces so much garbage and that bothers me. Like I mean, but every holiday, look, Christmas, how much fucking garbage does Christmas make? I know, but like Christmas is a more worthwhile source of garbage to me than Canada Day. Like Christmas garbage is is better than Canada Day garbage. Christ came and said, listen, exactly. you make your We got to keep Christ in Christmas. And I firmly believe that. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Although if you do believe that, 
cool, great, whatever. The Christ and Christmas. <laughs> I know. I saw I saw that on a bumper <laughs> sticker, and I was just like, okay, wow, that's really saying something. You know what? Honestly, I wouldn't fuck around, and I would if someone put that on a T-shirt, and then they had like a little pocket on it, and then Jesus is kind of pocking out the pocket. It's like, well, okay, that, that'd that's be, fun. That'd be like fun. that's a fun shirt. Yeah, I would fuck around. Because you know I'm not even heavy. Christian. Oh, like, like like Jesus popping out of and like the but the pocket is like a present. Like yeah, a box. yeah. That would actually be very fun. Okay, copyright. First holiday. That that's gonna be our first holiday T-shirt. Yeah. Keep Christ and Christmas. Cheeky love. Yeah. Hashtag. Um. Let's check in then. Yeah, yeah. What's up with you? You want me to go first? Yeah. What was the last seven days or four weeks or two and a half years? Whatever. It all all blends in. Okay. That's very nonspecific. So, yeah, we kind of, we did a sort of a shorty episode last week. It's too hot. It was during a heat wave. And we're still, you know what? I think we're, we're, we're coming out of the heat wave. I think for sure. Like we're kind of starting to more settle into like what we know July and end of June to be like. It's not like, it's still warm, but it's in the twenties. It's not Mm -hmm. like, oh, people are going to fucking die. Yeah. People definitely died. Um, That's sick. And I mean, you know, what's interesting is like we started just making international news. Oh no! And yeah, I, and, like, yeah. I, like there was like the Garden, <laughs> the Garden, the Guardian, uh-huh. um, and the BBC, and all this stuff. I mean, yeah, no, it's it's sad because even like my mom was saying how like there was a woman who was like trying to get like she was get she was like I guess she had heat exhaustion or heat stroke or whatever. Yeah. She was, excuse me, she was in her front lawn. And she collapsed in her lawn and died waiting for the fucking paramedics and waiting for somebody like emergency services because they weren't prepared for this type of fucking like all of a sudden they were getting 30 calls a day in yeah. certain areas being like, holy shit, like we got people fucking out here, you know, and that's like that's so scary. But it's also like it shows again, we are never prepared for our type of weather. It's hilarious in a way because Vancouver is that type of special place where it snows and everyone acts like they've never seen snow before. It's super sunny and hot and people act like they have no idea what's going on. So it's almost like we're never truly prepared for the weather that's about to be put on us to the point where like you look about the sun. It's been sunny for the last couple of weeks. It hasn't been hot. No. Have we been warned about a heat wave? Yes. We were all warned at least a week ahead like I that it was I don't coming. Really, I don't remember being yeah, warned. It was, on, it was on the weather. Like every time you open the weather app, it said okay. warning. Like. Yeah. There is a heat wave coming. Right. And I remember, like, in my mind thinking, like, okay, like, go buy ice, buy your fans, buy your things, whatever. But, like, don't overdo it because also, too, like, it might only last a day or it might last two days. Well, I think that's kind of the issue. With, you never know with, how long it's going to last. Well, like, with Vancouver, like, we have, like... We have a heat wave every couple of years. We have yeah. like bad snow every few years. So we're not going to like change how the city works for, because it's too much money. It's always no, about I money. No, I don't think that you should change the city, but I think people are just so not prepared. So like, you know, thinking about the heat wave that we just had, like people are selling their fucking used ACs for thousands of dollars and price gouging and doing all that kind of shit. And it's like, it's sad because it's like we just came out of a pandemic and some of those people are like, listen, I need this money. Mm-hmm. And then some people are like, I need that AC so I don't feel like I'm going to die from the inside. Like my in- like my organs aren't cooking from the inside. And, you know. You'd probably actually be better off just like living in a hotel for a few days. That's why every hotel is booked out right now. Interesting. Every single fucking hotel is booked out. Because well, because I mean, people are, you know, restrictions are lifted. People, restrictions are lifted. And then people like I have a coworker who has a girlfriend who lives on the West End in like a walk up and it's 
so unbearably oh, hot yeah, in her apartment. She just rented out a fucking hotel yeah, room for yeah. a week and she was trying to extend her stay. And they're like, nope, we have someone yeah, coming in right after absolutely. you. Like the AC is like basically oh. what's keeping the fucking hotels. Like, There's probably people that are trying to just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, live in Metro town somewhere. Oh, listen, listen, Richmond center. Yeah. No one's in there fucking shopping. They're just milling around trying to figure out what's what. They're going to start charging tickets just to be in malls. Um, okay. I mean, like, that wasn't really my check-in. I'm starting my check-in now, officially. Mm. Um, so you rubbed our walls with a piece of lemon. Yes. So that's like, and I mean, if it was a lemon peel on the outside, mm -hmm. I'd like maybe get on board. Well, it had the rind in it. I know, but also like there was like the juicy bit. Yeah. So what happens when we just start seeing like streaks on the wall? No, so of lemon juice. so usually what I do when I have like I cut a lemon and I cut off the tip, you know, the nip, I'll usually rub the nip around because the lemon oil and the smell is really nice. It's fresh. Right. I'll usually rub the wall or rub kind of like even like the door or the handle or areas that are very like we come into the apartment where it's like going to be more fragrant. Uh -huh. um, and then I'll wipe it down with like a white, like I wiped it off with like a cloth afterwards. Mm. But like, yeah, I like doing that because I think the smell... For me, like I'm a very like scent scent based person, even though like I can't smell really worth a damn, which is hilarious. But I love the smell of like fresh lemon, and I feel like no matter where you go, what cleaner you get, you'll never get anything that smells as good as fresh lemon, just freshly cut. And when I wipe it on the walls, it does kind of leave that scent on the wall, which okay. I really like. So, and it's also a good, I feel like it's a good kind of cleaning habit. You know, use your, you know. Use your compostables. In okay, place. interesting. I like it. Okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah, your allergies have kind of kicked. I up. don't know. The second the heat acts up, it's like my nose just gets all of a sudden like so like congested. And actually, you know what? I, when we. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I need to get more Sudafed because I just I've been starting to just take a Sudafed every morning. And then I'll blow my nose super hard like one time and everything will come out. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good for the day. Because I don't know what it is. If it's like maybe the different types of plants and the flowers blooming and the heat or maybe it's the dust in the air or whatever. But like I'll just get so stuffy and it's so weird because it usually it ranges between summer and winter. Mm. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, um, one one thing I'm, I'm pretty pumped about that I don't think I got into – uh, at the last episode is like I've started um, working on doing safety orientations at work in Espanol. Mm. And I had two laborers where I was actually able to do, you know, the most important parts of the, of the safety orientation in Spanish. So I knew they would understand me uh, because the reality is um, when you're CSO and you're doing the safety orientations for a job site, and you have uh, Spanish-speaking uh, workers, their English skills are not usually sufficient enough to kind of get some of the finer details. So it's, it's better say. for your job, too, to be bilingual, because then when you have different people of different backgrounds, specifically, and, like, if you have a majority, like, Filipino and Spanish laborers or Spanish and like, you know, I mean, whatever. Filipinos have, have great English. Like that's not, no, really no, no. Either. But I'm saying like, even just having the ability to speak in certain languages in certain industries is really important. And I think a lot of people, like, I'm glad you taught, you mentioned it. Cause I think a lot of people don't realize like a lot of the laborers are people that can't get jobs in other job markets. 
Yeah. Um, and they most not what ninety percent of the time are immigrants. Yeah, and and you know their safety matters just as much as anyone else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's you know on on the on one level, uh, I know they kind of get a kick out of it. Like it's kind of like it's a parlor trick, like yeah. seeing this like dumb white guy. You know, well, I mean, maybe not dumb, but seeing this like kind of like silly white guy actually like try to do the orientation in Spanish. But at least you're trying, though. That's right. the thing, and I well, think that's then, an appreciative thing. They and then, appreciate so that. on on another level, I think they see like, oh wow, this guy cares enough to learn how to do this in Spanish. He maybe he actually cares. Yeah, you know, um, and I do. Uh, it probably makes a big difference to them because it also like it kind of makes me think of like. How many times have we gone through just daily life and seen someone who's trying to speak English, but because they speak another language or several other languages, they're talked to in a way that it's like they're talked to as if like they're dumb or they don't understand when it's like, no, 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 motherfucker, you only speak English. You don't speak the three languages this motherfucker speaks. Mm -hmm. Like the idea and the nerve, I think. And I think that's also like, unfortunately, I feel like that's a North America Western thing to be like. Oh, I speak English. You don't speak English. I'm going to treat you a type of way because you need to understand me. And it's just like they're looking at you like, I speak six languages. You need to understand me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Well, for the most part, um, in general, you know, when in Rome, right? So it's, yeah. I mean, it's, if you're going to be in, in another country, the expectation is to try and the, speak well, the language. Yeah, the default is that. <laughs> Um, so we kind of got into Canada Day, but, uh, for Canada Day, Canada Day, am I saying that right? Canada Day. We went. Canada. Okay. Either <laughs> way, it's fine. Don't confuse me. Um, we went to friend of the podcast, Andrew's place, um, and had a little backyard barbecue. Uh, not a big thing. Also the lovely Amina was there. Also friend of the podcast. We're going to have to have him on the podcast someday. All of the people there. Were All the people. So yeah. Fun. No, no. Look, like, like, I'm getting to them. Okay. Uh, Gowan and Elliot, who live in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely chaps. Am I missing anybody else? No, no that's it. it. Okay. It um, was a really small group. It was kind of nice. It was in, you know, nice little neighborhood on the west side. So it was kind of on the quieter yeah. side. We were probably the loudest people on the block. I'd say you were the loudest people on the block. You got a little turnt on Canada Day. You... <laughs> Shut up. No, okay. Well, I didn't get turned. Okay, let's just okay. So You got lively. I got lively, and this is something where again, as we get older, everybody, as time takes us on our ride here, I start to realize I cannot drink the way I used to, and I cannot drink hard liquor during the day. I was never a big day drinker. Like, don't get me wrong, I go for brunch and I'll have like a couple drinks while I'm eating or whatever, but I'm not like a oh my god, let's drink. A two six of vodka during the day and then keep going until the night. Like for me, I'm like, give me a couple seltzers and I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of a couple seltzers, we also did a pretty sweet beach day yesterday. Um, and it was funny because like I haven't just like gone to the beach like and just done a regular kind of, oh, bring the blanket to the beach, you know, a little sort of picnic situation, just like sat down for a couple hours and it was really nice. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, I got my burn on a little bit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not into like lobster level, which is good, but I'm, I'm definitely feeling a little touched up. 
but that was really nice. And uh, I mean, it makes me miss like going to the beach with friends. I remember the last time we did that was like a over a year ago. Yeah. And it I was think- at Adam's last birthday. Yeah. And I think, you know, going like, I think the thing now with I think, and as I think everyone knows this, when you plan a beach day with friends, you have to pick a day and you have to pick it in advance, pick the time, pick yeah. the spot. Someone's got to be out there fucking early. Make sure you got your spot set up. Yeah. So you're not out there all 60 deep wandering around. Like what the fuck? And like, I'll be honestly, I'll be that guy who gets out there and finds the spot at like nine 30 and then sets up and then just like camps out with a book or something until shit pops off. Yeah. I mean, the beach was really nice. Cause it wasn't like, because we went a little bit on the earlier side. We got there maybe around 10 45. It was still pretty like, it was busy, but it was more family busy. So it was yeah. more like kids and stuff. And then the side of the beach that we were on, in Jericho was more towards the beginning of Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't more kind of going towards the end, Spanish banks, that kind of area. Right. Um, so it was a little bit more quieter and chill. Um, we were by the galley restaurant, which we didn't have to go to. Oh. Um, that's kind of like, it's it's like the restaurant above the sailing club or something like that. Oh, okay. The galley, gallery, probably galley. Okay. And you know what's so funny is that is actually, there's a story there. That is the first place that i drank a beer underage oh really yes so west side i was 16 you know in the in the yacht club's fucking restaurant okay don't interrupt no i mean it doesn't count as a yacht club it's more of just like kayaking or whatever actually there's probably sailboats but anyway i was like 16 i was just going for a walk on the beach alone at 16 which sounds actually strange but uh and then I went up there. I was like, oh, you know, I'm kind of hungry, man. I just kind of wandered up there. And I was like, oh, there's like a burger and a beer special. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, do we roll the dice? Do we give this a try? What do I have to lose? And I got uh, a burger and a Heineken. And mm-hmm. I just like sat there and I was like, I've got a burger and a Heineken. I'm like a grown-up. Meh. And uh, it's pretty good. I probably didn't even really enjoy it that much. but um, You enjoyed the thrill of having the underage alcohol. It was the experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, okay, last last thing, uh, which, again, we didn't really get to in the last uh, edition of Cheeky Love Podcast with Mark and Geo. Uh, you can email us at markandgeodynasty at gmail.com. Mark spelled M-A-R-C, Geo spelled G-E-O. So, softball. We're, like, we're sort of in a, right. a, a beer league softball team situation. I played the last game. We won. I actually, I hit the ball with the bat a couple of times. Okay. Hit yeah. a hit a chicken dinner. Yes. Um, and uh, almost, almost definitely gave Adam concussion because I, I hit it like right at his face. and he, But he caught it. Oh, nice. It was, it was going to genuinely like hit him right between the eyes. Oh, my God. He would have he been out. He would have been drooling for Let's... a little bit. No. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, we're playing again this Thursday. I, I hope you can also come as well. Yeah, I'll come this Thursday. I think I just kind of wanted to like, I probably wouldn't come to every game for sure, but I'll definitely come to like yeah. every other probably just cause like every week that's a little bit of a stretch. It's a commitment for sure. Um, it's, uh, it's a great way to see like multiple friends. Totally. Yeah. At one time. And, um, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to be part of that group. I'm not like, I've never felt really i'm i'm not one and i think we're kind of the same in this way i've never like really been a team guy like i i'm i don't i don't feel a lot of like allegiance or connection to like bigger groups okay like 
that that easily. You know, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit more of sometimes I'm a bit more of like an outsider. I think like I kind of have a bit more of an outsider like vibe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like it's kind of the outsider social butterfly situation. Well, yeah, and I think also too like some people can really like some people really like as much as as old as they are and as big as and grown as they are. I think some people really can't admit to themselves they can't do things alone. And like I think when it comes to like sports, sports is a little bit different because sports it's like for me like. If we were like, oh, let's just go play tennis, we could just go play tennis. Or if we'd we, have to learn to play tennis first. But yeah. you don't know how to play tennis. Do you? Yes. Okay, you probably don't really know the rules. It's not just hitting it back and forth. Of course not. There's fucking lines and there's points. Okay. And there's serves and different serves count for different points. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I've been watching Wimbledon since I was like eight. My mom literally records it okay. to this day. She thinks Serena Williams is one of her daughters. Interesting. Um, that would be fun. Okay, you know what? That's my check-in. Cool. What about you, Shug? Ah, uh, nothing, 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 nothing to tell y'all. You say that every week. I know I say that every week, but then I tell you guys bits and pieces. But I ain't gonna give you the whole cake now. You gotta work for that. Um, okay. This week was a little bit of a short work week um, for me, just because of the way our schedule is set up at work. So um, a lot of the week was that what I call it a min day. So which is basically my catch up day versus actually seeing patients, doing surgeries, that kind of thing. So this week was a bit of a shorty, um, especially because Canada Day was on Thursday. So I got Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. So I had a nice four day weekend and it's over today and it doesn't feel like it. But it's weird because. I remember having time off before where I had like four days off in a row and I'd be like, oh my God, it's day two. What the fuck am I going to do for the next two days? And then yeah. now it's Sunday and I'm like, what? Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a short week. It was good. Um, sorry guys. One sec. Well, we had, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Canada day was the Thursday and then a lot of people just took Friday off. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Damn. Flem in here. If any of you guys, you know, are ENTs out here, you know, hit me up. Um, Yeah. Ear, nose, and throat. Let's go. Um, But, yeah, Thursday was good. We did our little Canada Day little thing. We didn't stay out too late, which was good. We ended off with pizza. Yeah. Um, That was great. I realized, actually, the reason I couldn't sleep on Thursday night into Friday morning is probably because from the seltzers. I think that... I only had, I think, three or four, but because I also had, we played beer pong on Canada Day. I think because I mixed it with the beer, it just wasn't sitting properly in my stomach, and that's why I couldn't sleep. Hmm. Because I was just like, I felt fine. I felt a little tipsy, but not like drunk. And I still was like, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning on Friday morning, and I'm like, well, I'm awake. Went for a walk in my neighborhood, nobody outside. Then I was like, okay, I guess I'll get in my car and go for a drive to the beach and watch the sun come up at like 4.30 in the morning. Mm. And that was nice. That was definitely nice. It was nice and chill and relaxing. But I think, again, like the heat and the amount of drinking and different things, I think now it's really starting to fuck with my like sleep pattern and like Mm. my level of like being able to properly sleep. Mm. Um, But that was that. Um, Friday I had off, which is amazing. I did some errands and such, which is nice um got to be by myself for a little bit and you know i do i do like when we're together but when i have a day off and then you're also at work or if you have a day off and i'm at work i feel like it's a different vibe it's like nice that you can kind of just like do things and not really have like not saying you're in the way but just like you know like like for me like i cannot stand when like i'm trying to swiffer the floor and you're home because i'm like it's wet get out of here like Mm. you know what i mean so that's a total thing but 
that was last week. Um, I am looking into doing a body cleanse, a body cleanse, because um, this is part of Georgina's wellness journey. I just feel like I'm getting like not heavier, but I just feel heavier. Like I don't, I don't think I've gained any weight necessarily because I do check. Um, excuse me, I do check myself on the scale maybe like once or twice a week, but I and I usually fluctuate between the say five pounds. Um, but I just feel heavier. Like I just kind of feel more uh, and gross. And I feel like I've been looking online a lot. And a lot of people are talking about how like your gut really does hold a lot of like toxins and different things. And it is good to do a, a good gut cleanse. Like, you know, maybe once a year, once every two years, just to kind of like right. free yourself a little bit. So I was like, okay. And especially because I'm eating less now because it's so warm out. It's almost like, oh, like if that means I'm just going to have to be only eating like certain fruits and veggies and different types of things and kind of easing off other things, that's not hard for me. Cause like, I'm not eating pasta right now. I'm not eating like heavy shit. Not as much as I would in the wintertime. In the wintertime, it's like, oh, this is cozy season. Get the sweaters, get all the mm-hmm. stoops and stews and pastas. But in the summer, it's like, you know, like you'll be like, oh, let's have dinner at six o'clock. And I'll be like, bro. I'm not even like, I can't imagine eating right now because my body's like, I don't want to eat yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So thinking about that. Um, and also just uh, for all these gorgeous women and people out there, they, them, they, you know, whatever. Indeed. Um, please continue to show the fuck out. I don't know what it was even on Friday when I was going out doing my errands, getting my nails done, doing whatever. People be dressing the fuck up. And I'm like, yes, come through Roaring Twenties. Let's go. I was even, you know, in the alley. I was mm-hmm. waiting for the floors to dry while I've Swiffered. I was having my little smoke in the morning. And this girl comes from, I guess, one of the, uh, I guess she was in one of the laneway houses up the street. And she was wearing this really cute little matching little set. And I was just like, I was like lis- listening to the music or whatever the hell. And she came out and I was like, oh shit. And then she's like, oh what? And I was like, oh no, no girl, you look good. Like get yours like you look so good because it was just like nice and like she just looked really nicely put together and i've just kind of started to notice like women especially mm-hmm. and maybe men too because maybe it's like for single men it's kind of like listen like let's get it it's hunting but season. it's hunting season but for women it's just like no 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 this is our season baby like we're gonna make you fucking work for it like some of the women that i've seen just out and about in the city i'm just like yes take all his money you look good like you know so i feel like we're in that kind of roaring 20s like this summer i'm gonna tell you right now this summer's gonna be hot and mm-hmm. not just temperature wise it's gonna be like the more things are opening up the more that they're saying oh mass not mandatory the more the places and bars mm-hmm. are like full up it's gonna be on it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be messy it's gonna be on i mean they they want not even have enough birth control for us okay stockpile that birth control <laughs> yeah but you know, I it make it, again like I love I love being with you. I love our relationship. I love our life. But again, like seeing some of these women and people out and about looking real cute, I'm just like, mm, I kind of like I miss like I miss that a little bit. But then also too in my mind, I'm just like, oh, I can still do that at home, but it won't be the same because you'll be like, oh, cool, like whatever. Whereas like, you know, it's different catching attention mm-hmm. versus single being you know yeah. in a relationship. Right. So you know, I think that that's where I'm kind of like. Yeah, when you're single, you need more curb appeal. More curb appeal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, look, look. Right. So if you don't know somebody, you're probably going to judge them on their looks. Because yeah. what else do you have? Exactly. And then once you know somebody, yeah. then you have, like, then the picture changes. Yeah. Hopefully for the better. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. that's why, you know, they say, you know, honeymoon's over. And then, like, you stop trying and gain weight. Right? That's, like, the classic thing, like, with a mar- marriage or whatever. Mm. You know. 
Yeah. But yeah, like I was just even seeing like some men out just like wearing like, and they weren't wearing anything crazy or anything, but they just like, you know, put together where it's like, you know, nice pair of sandals or a nice pair of like shoes or runners or whatever. And then they have like the shorts with like the matching like button up or like a cool shirt and like a pair of shorts. And like, I'm like, okay, everybody out here looking good. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, you, you, got, know? you got, you did a little online shopping pour moi. Yes. Yes, I did. And I'm, listen, the joy that that fucking order brought me. Okay. Mm. It wasn't even for me. So those of you who know oh, me. I think it was for you. Everything's for me in the, in the long run. In the mm-hmm. long run. Okay. So those of you who know me know I stay shopping at Zara. Zara needs to write me a check. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, they don't, it's fast fashion, but this shit lasts a long time. I'm not going to Ritzia and spending hundreds of fucking dollars to have my shit end up ripped in our fucking dryer. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'd rather just spend a little bit less and have it last a little bit longer. Anyways, Zara's having their semi-annual sale, which they are still having. Order your things online. Do not bother going into the store. FYI, the store does not have at least 50% of what's online, and you're more likely to get sizes online. Just saying. So I was looking online, and I was like, you know what? My man is fine, but does do I think he knows he's fine? I don't think he knows he's fine. <laughs> so let me just elevate the fineness a yeah. little bit. So we need, I to, we need some, to bring back the curb appeal. Bring back the listen, listen. Oh my god, listen. The fits. I know. I'm ready. I know. I'm gonna have to punch a bitch. I'm ready. Um, but I bought Mark some things online, a couple shirts, a couple pairs of shorts, and things, and. You know, some things look cute, some things didn't, um, and some things, you know, were just kind of more like, I wasn't trying to go dressy, I was trying to go like more like summer casual, you know, mm-hmm. you're going out for like drinks with friends, a nice dinner, whatever, yeah. you got something to throw on, you know what I mean? And I know you like a good short sleeve t-shirts, and Zara has so many of them for the men section, it's crazy. Oh, you mean like a short sleeve button up? Yeah, short sleeve button up, so... Um, I ordered you some things and I'm very excited because yeah, a lot of them, they me, look good. You got and, me a good little outfit. And I know that you were kind of like, okay, next time let's go together. And I'm like, okay, so next week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, like I was saying to you, the reason I ordered it online is because like 60 to 70% of the stuff they have online aren't in stores. So even if I, the things that I bought you online they weren't in store even when I went to the store. Okay. I mean, so next time we'll online shop. Together. Yes. Online right. shop together. But, and the sizing, I was kind of like worried about the sizing and stuff, but at least it all worked out and I'm very excited. So yeah, I'm going to remind you how fine you are. This, okay. This summer. I'll remind you how fine you are. Oh, don't do that. Oh, well now that's weird. Well, that's, oh, I mean, if you, okay, sure. Yeah. If you want to get into a fight, I'm straight. But. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll be right back. Okie dokie. Let's go. Let's go. Slap on society. Yeah. SOS. Yeah. AKA the sauce. The sauce. You don't have a you don't have an SOS. I do. Oh, you do. I do. My slap on society is Moesha Journal. So those of you who just cackled, thank you. Um, and if any of you remember, which I hope most of you do, because that was a show of a lifetime, Moesha would write in her journal. And you got the music on in the background. Why do we have Moesha journals on Instagram, okay? So I get it. Social media is meant to be social. It's meant to show people glimpses into your life to make them feel jealous or great or whatever the fuck they want to feel. Or connected. Or connected. Whatever they feel is not your problem. You post it, and if they feel how they feel, that's on them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. My concern and issue is turning social media specifically, well, Twitter only lets you do 120 characters, which is great. I think they doubled it. 
Oh, right. Sorry. 240. Right. Right. Um, but Instagram has turned to me and I mean, this is again, I, I can change this if I want to. And I have for a lot of people, but it's turning into a lot of people's journal that mm-hmm. they put online or even worse there'll be the whole subliminal messages type shit, or I'm going to post this kind of encrypting whatever the fuck post so that this person sees it and feels a type of way. And that to me, if you're over the age of 25 is childish as fuck. I just don't understand this idea of, listen, I put my business out there. I have a podcast in my house right now. True. Yes. But I just don't, I don't find it necessary to constantly be getting people into my life day to day when one, I'm not being paid. Like if I'm being paid by like a major fucking corporation where it's like, we're sponsoring you, put your shit out there, send me a check. Cool. If you're not fucking paying me, why am I putting my business out there for you to judge freely on your own? Mm. That's kind of wild. And then number two, it's like, for example, so there's a girl I follow. I don't remember her name. Poor thing. Um, and she would always post her boyfriends and I said, cool, you know, like I post, I post you every now and again, like I, people like I'm not, to me, I don't, I don't find it necessary every fucking week to be like, this is my boyfriend. Cause I just feel like, yeah, unless I left the man, I'm not going to fucking like, I don't know. Like, what I don't you mean like, you think it's kind of like trying too hard. Like, oh my God, look at our perfect life. Basically, yeah. Like yeah. I feel like it's a way of trying too hard to be like, look at me. I'm not single. And it's just like. Nobody cares, girl. But yeah. it's also to a messiness of like, so this is your sixth boyfriend this year. You're going to post every man? <laughs> you're going to post every man. Now you're going to have people out here looking at you like, oh, okay, congratulations. That's that's a new man. Fuck, I was just getting used to the last one. Yeah. And that's, again, where it's like now you're setting yourself up for people to judge you unfairly based off of what you've put out there and how they're going to perceive it and how their perception is gonna affect you because some people are very affected by like the perception of how they look to other people. It's all about, oh my God, I don't wanna seem a type of way, so I need to present myself in a certain way, understandable. But this whole fucking social media, like life vomit type of shit I'm seeing, Mm. I'm really over it. And I think that's where, again, like, even if I look at my own Instagram, I haven't posted anything, an actual Instagram photo since last September because between then and now, not too much shit has really happened worth to me posting. Like there's ha- there's shit that's happened within my life that I tell people within my life, but I don't find it necessary for me to be like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a level of privacy that is sad that it's kind of becoming, it's like pri- privacy is dead almost. Like privacy has become for, a thing I mean, where it's like- maybe for like millennials and Gen, yeah, and Gen and Y, I, Gen Z, Gen Z. We're Gen, Gen Y. What? Okay. Um, and that's again where I think maybe because of our age group and our age range, we are like in that weird, like we're kind of old, but we're kind of young still. And we're yeah. kind of kind of crossed between that pull of like wanting to be a part of what's going on and keeping up with the Joneses and keeping up with society and keeping up with technology and, yeah. you know, kind of keeping up with what's new and hot and fresh. And then also being like, I'm tired. but I'm an old woman now <laughs> and I need to go to bed. It's nine. So I think it's just like, you don't want to go to bed at nine. Sometimes I do. I and know. you know that sometimes yeah. I'll full on look at you and be like, it's eight fifteen. What's up? See, here's like, I don't want to, I don't want to pull away from, from your slap on society, but it does, it does kind of make me happy when you do want to go to bed early. Of course it does. Cause yeah. you're an old man. 
Yeah. And You're an old man at heart. It, I, it feels like I, I get to win. It's a win for me. Yeah, I know. It's, but I give you that win, though, because I don't you argue don't. with you. I don't. Sometimes you... no no no. Let me rephrase. Sometimes I argue with you to the bone, where yeah. I'm like, nah, yes. we're not. You're yeah. not. Old man is not winning today. True. And then some days I'm like, you know what? I'll give him a win. That's you know? good. I appreciate it. But again, you know, I get that everyone's lives are super different. Everyone. Some people treat Instagram as a photo album, like it originally started as yep. a photo album. Right. Some people treat it as a business. Smart as fuck if you did. Yeah, get, that a, tool. get that marketing. Get that marketing tool. tool. For sure. You know, some people treat it as a way to interact with other people so they don't feel so alone if they're dealing with depression, anxiety, body issues, sexuality issues, gender issues. They feel like this is a good way to connect with people, which I totally, I think is amazing. But again, my judgmental self is just like, is this absolutely necessary for me to see your see you post six times in a day? Six times in a day? Yeah. If you post more than two times a day, you better believe I'm putting you on mute, hon. I'm putting you on mute because why do you get to saturate my shit? Yeah. No, actually, I recently unfollowed two, uh, I guess, public figures or whatever. Uh, I un- I No, I muted them because yeah. like. It's like, yo, you're fucking posting eight times a day. It's like, I still fuck with you when I want to fuck with you, but I'm going to mute you. So when I need to see you, I will go and search your shit and look at your shit. But I'm not going to willingly see your fucking posts and stories every day. Like, I'm sorry, but that's ridiculous. It's a lot. But that's my slap. I think we should become, as society has shown us in different ways, even with celebrities and with different public figures being just fucking like messy as fuck on the internet and acting up. It's like... If you are regular degular, you ain't one of the messy ass celebrity people who are like getting paid from different publications and different people to be this way. You don't like you're just being messy and then you got to deal with your own mess now. Mm. You don't have a publicist. You don't have a fucking all these people behind you going like, oh, you fucked up. Okay, we're going to fix this for you. So, again, I just feel like the slap is privacy isn't dead. And I think more of us need to kind of remember that maybe the joy in our lives is that having that level of privacy. Like you look at some of these celebrities where they've never had any privacy and you think Mm. like, you think you fucking know them, but you don't know shit about shit because you are now perceiving whatever they have put out there to your own interpretation. So again, I just think privacy, there's nothing wrong with it. There's also nothing wrong with wanting it. And also too, don't fucking shame other people about it either. Don't be like, Oh, well you never post anything or you don't let us in. Who, who said you, I'm going to leave you out there knocking. Yeah. Or Fuck it's that. like, well, if you cared, like call me, you well, know, yeah, let, let's, and I have think it, let's sit down. And I think it's one of those things again, where it's like, I have friends who are across the world and I can't see them, unfortunately. And it's like, we talk over Instagram, we talk over WhatsApp, we talk in different forms. But again, like, I don't feel like I need to see your life on social media to feel like I know you. I feel like if I really want to get to know you, I'd want to do it on a different level because social media is a fabrication of what life really looks like. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty it's pretty it's kind of filtered and manipulated and controlled. Oh yeah, it's super it's super filtered and manipulated. And I think you know a lot of people already know that social media has a crazy effect on the brain and the way we interpret ourselves and our lives. And you know it can make people just go from a fucking happiest day of their lives to feeling like they don't have shit and they Absolutely. haven't done shit. Yeah. And that's not right. But again, like. I personally, like, first of all, if me and you get into a fight, you better believe I'm not posting it on Instagram. What for? So I can have people go fucking say, okay, you're on one side of the ring. You're on the other side of the ring. Now let's go. Like, no, I'm not going to have that. Like, I feel like. I mean, it might get on the podcast. It will be on the podcast, (laughs) but I will not. Like, I just feel like for me, like, I'm not going to go and video, like, 
myself on Instagram being like, oh, me and my boyfriend got into a fight and weigh mm. in. Weigh in on what? This ain't no fucking talk show. Like, ew. So, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit icky. And I think maybe because I'm a little bit older now. And I remember when Instagram literally was like, an app no one heard of and it was like a photo album mm-hmm. and like people would just be like oh my god follow my instagram and it'd just be them posting photos or whatever the fuck and i've even i still have my first photo from my first post on instagram and it's the blurry as fuck fuzzy as fuck it looks like a polaroid someone took in like 70 is 76 nice but you know it makes me kind of look back being like I think I'm that generation of people who remember what Instagram was before it is what it is now. Mm. And also the effects that it's had now, because I remember when I was younger, maybe 18, 19, you know, or 20 friends of mine had Instagram, but none of us ever affected our lives in the way that you see it affecting people now to the point where you have young people, young women, young men changing every fucking aspect about themselves just so they can look a certain way on social media. But it's like, sweets, what about the rest of real life? Yeah, well, and then also, like, we're, we're looking at pictures of, like, quote-unquote beautiful people who have already had work done, are wearing makeup, and then putting a filter on. Yeah. And you just think that's a normal-ass person. It's just like, no, bro, no. But I think it's also, like, again, like, social media is, we love it because we need something to kind of, like, like, you know, just something to scroll through or keep, you know, like, it's like you're waiting in the doctor's office. What are you going to do? You're going to read the magazines? You're going to scroll through your phone? You're going to scroll through your phone, just like most people. But... It's like, it's, I think it's turning into a way now of like, it's becoming people's court. It's becoming like, you don't need and, no, you don't need the fucking, you don't need no court systems. You got social media to say, judge, yeah. judge, and, like and judgment day. All context is removed. Oh yeah. All context removed. I mean, you have people um, kind of sidebar and I'm going to end my slap, but it's like that one guy in the UK who did all the plastic surgery to look Korean. And it's like, is this social media's fault? All or in is, London, definitely. Or is this is this social media's fault? Or is this just you actually loving Korean culture from being a child and you, you immersed yourself I mean, into it and got into it and then, you know, it grew into something more. And then you have, and then now all of a sudden you're trying to basically become Korean. And it's like, so did no one learn from Rachel Dolezal yet? Did nobody learn? Hey. There's no such thing as transracial. You cannot do this to us, man. Currently. No, it's no, no. You know what? I love a challenge. We're going to go dip me in bleach for a little bit and you know what? See what happens. See uh, what happens. We're not going to do that. We're, you know what? I want to be transracial. What should I pick today? I mean, obvious. No, never mind. Not going to say it. Um, yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, babe. Okay. Two things. Actually, no, I'm not going to be married to like whether it's one or two things. Uh, obviously, we're not going to dip you in bleach. I can't. I can't co-sign. I can't be part of that because that's like a hate crime, like by default. Um, <laughs> I want you to stay and be who you are. But so with the Ollie London thing, that's a combination of social media and mental illness. Like, let's be honest. And uh, I think what 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 is happening in a bigger sense right now is is a a and well. I guess the term would just be an identity crisis. People aren't so secure in themselves anymore. And I think it's for a number of reasons. Uh, I think social media has really interrupted the normal patterns of information you get exposed to as your body and your brain mature, like through a normal lifespan. Now we're getting exposed to so many different sort of messages and stuff, whereas 
it used to be you would be a little bit more insulated and and a little bit and you identified a little bit more for better or for worse with uh just kind of like your friends and the people in your neighborhood or your city but now we're just swimming through this like sea of other stuff which is good because you know maybe that that shows people that don't really like the area they're in because maybe that maybe there's discrimination happening or closed-mindedness is like oh no like I don't just have to be some boring dude in London, like pounding pints with the rest of these, you know, guys who I don't feel any kinship with. Mm. I get to be a Korean now. Like, mm, I don't know about that. But well, that's a, that's a fucked up thing, though. Like, right, but then also, hold on. Like, our 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 way of life and our our rituals and our rites of passage are getting interrupted and. And reimagined, again, for better, for worse, in some cases for worse, in some cases for better. But people people aren't as, people don't kind of have that security in who they are, I don't some think, people, anymore. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people at large. But it just also, too, it kind of, again, with the side, I mean, I'm going to finish this like off, pe- people, people are, like that guy who's like, oh, I want to be Korean, it's like. Why? And I, this again, and maybe, I don't know. Dude, do you want to answer this for me? Why does it seem like white people are the only ones to seem to do that shit? You don't see a lot of other be, cultures sure. going, hey, I'm going to go and be transracial and decide to be this. It seems like it seems to be like an identity of like a white identity crisis of being like, I don't know who I am. So I'm going to be somebody else. But okay. it's like, why can't you just be you? Let me let me weigh in and I, I'll, I'll give some opinions and I am I am freely going to risk uh, some people disagreeing with me sure. and taking it the wrong way. Sure. Um, it's not so cool to be white anymore, by and large. Mm-hmm. Um, whether and actually, that's not necessarily true. But I would say in in um, in in kind of regular media mm-hmm. uh, and and the more widespread media sources. For the most part, it's like not as cool to be white anymore uh, because and. The reason is because essentially of all of the, there's a lot of like racism and oppression, obviously in our history uh, and the, the, all of that stuff that white people have perpetrated, which was bad is definitely being like highlighted and spotlit. I will say every culture before white people came along, they oppressed people that looked just like them in like the next town. Yeah. People oppress their own. Yeah. That's, you know, we're just, you know, humans are assholes often. Right. But, um, there's a big spotlight. Uh, I mean, obviously slavery, right. Colonization, uh, all of the atrocities we've committed. Well, not, I mean, well, white people, which again, that's God, there's so much to like dig into right now, but there's, it's, so obviously racism and oppression and colonization is extremely unfair mm-hmm. um, and terrible, right? And so all of these terrible, horrible things that should not have been done to a, people of color throughout history, there's the chickens are coming home to roost now. And in the, in the same way that those people of color, whether they're black, indigenous, um, South American, Etc. Asian, all, all, all of these individuals were treated horrendously 
based on nothing having to do with them as individuals. And then now the pendulum is swinging back. And in a lot of cases, you know, white people as individuals are kind of getting a lot of flack because of some bad shit, some worse shit that other white people did. And so it's sort of, it's, I don't know if you'd call it like, the same side or like of the coin two sides of the same coin i think it also and and, yeah. and, and you know and we kind of and like it's uncomfortable it's not like you know it's not that fun you know every you know it's yeah. pretty popular to be like nah fuck white people hey you're a colonizer ah, like recognize your privilege hey shut the fuck up you know what you don't get the job anymore ah kiss my ass right like yeah. that's all that's all well and good but no individual wants to be in a difficult situation no and and okay hold on yeah um i do want to hear what you have to say but but then also something that's kind of weird is it is and we've probably touched on this a little bit it's kind of harder to really rep white culture because that automatically seems like you're a white supremacist right like white supremacy is being vilified and demonized which it should be because it's not a good thing but but you know just give, give me a second here like you know Asians, like, we can just be like, hey, celebrate Asian culture, even though the, like, Asian culture is so different, right? Like, look at, you know, Chinese versus Japanese versus Indonesian versus, I mean, once you get into, like, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, they're a little similar, but still, they'd be like, hey, we're own countries, like, Mm -hmm. fuck off, we're not all the same, right? And then same thing with Black people, you know? There's within the the Pan-African diaspora, um, there are a bunch of different countries. Africa is a giant continent with a bunch of different countries yeah. of people who have then gone to other countries and have these secondary cultures like African-Americans. But even within the, within the African-American culture, yeah. s- African-Americans in the South are incredibly different from African-Americans in the North. I mean, obviously... They're, they're the same in, in many ways, but 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 you can still, with that broad brush, be like, let's celebrate African-American culture. Let's celebrate African culture. We can't say, hey, let's celebrate white American culture. That would be like, Ew, I don't know. That you know, We can't just say like, hey, well, because also white, see, here's the thing is like, when you say white, I guess that means European, right? Wouldn't it? Like well, European descent. Yeah, because that's the thing with like what most like I want to I don't want to say most white people because I'm not white. I don't fucking know. Y'all tell me. But white people like white culture. It is hard. It's kind of in a way. It's what is white culture? And right. Don't, don't make and, me and answer thing, that question. Right. OK. And, but, and, and see, that's kind of the thing. What you'd be like, white culture is racism. Go fuck yourself. Uh, oh, that's what a lot of people would say. Not you. But. Sure. <laughs> hey, you know what? You fell in love with one. Um it's it's a little bit of a weird thing, right? Like it's it's where like wh- like you know what wh- what like what celebrate what, your background. What right. background are you? You're Italian and you're Jewish. You can celebrate two different types of white, right? Because yeah. you have Jewish, you have Italian. So that's what I'm saying is like there are white people that full on are like, oh, I'm full on Canadian. Cool, celebrate that. There are white people who are like, my people came from whatever the fuck country in Europe or whatever parts of Scandinavia or whatever parts of Spain. And that's where there's different types of cultures within like, there's like subcultures in a way because there's Spanish and then there's Spanish, dark Spanish. And then there's Spanish, white Spanish. There's, you know, there's, there's, you know, there's all of these different things. And I think again, it's just like, 
I don't know why white people feel because I'm not, but again, it's just this thing of being like, like the pendulum has flipped in a way because now also too, I think the reason why people are kind of being a little bit more like, is because we didn't purposely learn about most of this shit because it was purposely being hidden from us as a society because it was the idea of, okay, white man's up here, the rest of y'all down here. But then to get up there, nobody in the middle was, people weren't saying what was happening in the middle between yeah, making between. The, making yeah. those, like basically making that, um, making that, I guess, pyramid or making the stack of who's on top, who's on the bottom. Yeah. People don't know, People, a lot of people had no idea what was in the middle to make those yeah. people be at the top. And now when they find out, they're just like, what the fuck? Well, it's like, that's you know, the, the saying goes, no one wants to know how the sausage is made. No. And I, you know, and I think that's again, where now people are more like, no, 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 no. This shit can't continue. Like, and I think. Right. And so, I mean, whiteness has a PR problem right now. And that's why you may like the odd white person is trying to sneak in the back door into another culture. But stop. But the thing is, it's like you already snuck now, in the back door on. for the whole fucking society because you didn't make it fair for everybody in the beginning. Okay. Instead of making it fair for everybody, you said, nah, I'm going to be on top. The rest of you guys can be at the bottom. And then now you want to swing back in the back door. You want to come in back, back, back door of my kitchen now? What? It's not right. But at least, hey, hold on. Now, Ollie London was not doing it secretly. He was doing it very publicly. That is that is an evolution of transracialism. Now, Rachel Dolezal, she was trying to do it on the sly. She was sneaking in the back door. The other people in these cases are sneaking in the back door and trying to hide it. At least Ollie London, although I think he is mentally ill and kind of dumb, he's doing it publicly. So now this this is, gonna, this is an interesting new this is gonna situation. This is going to sound really wrong in a way, but like in some aspects, are some white people mentally ill from not realizing that like you have had all of like you've had all of the advantages in the world and yet you still want to be like it's like well now it's hold again, on no, it's no, again, no, 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 it's, no, it's no, again no. it's again of being like everyone wants to be black until it comes time to be black and i think white people some white people right now are really starting to feel like like they feel awkward and they feel uncomfortable but it's like how many fucking centuries and decades have other cultures felt that way for you this is your motherfucking time don't you say shit because it's only been a year sweets it hasn't even been that long other cultures and other people have been going through have been feeling like this for fucking as long as their lineage can remember right. and now you want us to fucking show you some remorse because you feel uncomfortable i mean look it's it is a complicated issue that we're not really going to like solve on this podcast but um, don't none of y'all PSA all you people whoever five of you are listening yeah. if I see one of you try to become transracial oh my god listen, send an email single send us person, an email and this is again where and I mean I'm we're gonna get to your slap in society because obviously mine took a different turn but it's like me walking around now seeing all of these kids with perms and fades and trying like you see white kids trying to look fucking Korean and black and it's like god damn it just be you goddamn like well, now, why do you gotta try and fucking dip your toes in this water when you couldn't even fucking swim okay look the issue um the style thing the identity crisis of a whole nother level it is absolutely we have an identity crisis but then also you know, it, it, in many cases, like we are in a free market, right? Like you can have whatever hairstyle money can buy and can be pulled off. Has it originated in a culture? Yes. But then also like, you, like, yeah, yeah. You're not Italian, but you can make pasta if you want, yeah. right? Like, yeah. look, it's 
the, the cats out of the bag. We, you know, we are we are a globalized, multicultural, I think greater society, and stuff gets shared back and forth. That's how culture grows. Totally, but I think it's different when it's like you're sharing culture versus mocking it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is when you walk around trying to be something you're not, you are mocking us. You're making it a commodity. You're making you're making fun. It's no different than like I saw. What a about post, okay? But, I saw but, a post about fucking. Um, Juneteenth, which some people, a lot of people have issues with. And I saw a post and I laughed out loud because I was like, I, the post was literally like, I hope white people aren't going to treat fucking Juneteenth like fucking Cinco de Mayo and come out here wearing dashikis. And I was like, listen, that's, funny. that's fucking funny because funny. it's true in a lot of cases where you have something to celebrate one culture and then you have people coming out here like not even really trying to understand it or understand the people. They're thinking it's playing dress up. A lot of you motherfuckers out here playing dress up. Okay. I don't disagree. And, um, you know, I do. <sighs> it is tricky. It's interesting. It's tricky. You know, and, and you because, know, because again, like, I, I do. I well, do I don't f- post nothing no more. Sure. I mean, I, I think there, I, but, and, you know, I think there are a lot of people that are, that are just kind of where their normal shit and like aren't. No, for sure. There are, there are, I'm I'm not saying all, I'm saying some, but for sure, like for the, even just like, for example, with the younger generation, why are all of the black creators on TikTok now gone? Because they're sick of getting their shit stolen by somebody. And then that person showing up on Ellen doing a little fucking jig, not even on beat. It's just fucking ridiculous. And that's again, where it's like, how much more are people going to take? Like how much more? And, Again, it's a question of people say, oh my God, everything's about race. Everything's about this. Everything's about that. And it's just like, if we ignore it for as long as some people already have, we haven't learned shit from the past then. Because again, it's this idea of, yes, everyone should be able to learn about different cultures respectfully and want to understand people's struggles. But again, it's like, there's these these groups of people that want bits of the culture without the the feeling of it they right. want they want the blackness without without, without the, the pain they want the yeah. a, they want the asian culture without the understanding of you know how they've been treated or how they've been discriminated against and it's just like you cannot have it all no you can't have it but all. if you want and you can't have pieces of it either if you for this guy who's saying oh i want to be korean can you even speak korean i think he's learning but okay a couple things one um I, I I believe I completely understand a lot of uh, of some of your anger and criticisms. I'm not angry. It's okay. just irritating. You get angry sometimes. Maybe not on this podcast, but like I live with you. You get angry sometimes. Uh, sure. But also, and like this has been said, and like I don't want to be the guy, but there's a lot of fucking like broke ass coal miners in Virginia that don't know fuck all about white privilege. And they're living in a fucking trailer yeah. and their babies got Mountain Dew in a fucking baby bottle. Yeah. And that's kind of like racist against whites because that's just a that's just a stereotype. Um But we all have them. Yes, we do. Uh and and again at the at the risk of losing a bit of popularity uh in our apartment. Uh, obviously racism is real and terrible, but I, part of me is starting to lean a little bit more to the side of, would we on the whole help more people if we look at it from a class perspective? And, and, Mm. um, you know, I don't like, obviously we need to continue to be critical of racism, white supremacy, but 
there's can we help more people and advance our society uh, and overall well-being more if we look at things that are just harming people yeah. who live at the poverty line, yeah. right? You eat, know, eat the rich. You know, I mean, we don't need to eat the rich, but can can we look at better education across the board, better yeah. public education? Yeah. Can we just get fucking clean drinking water to like everyone? We yeah. haven't done that yet. But that's but then you know, but then again, those like are... better better infrastructure. You know, there there is systemic racism totally. that's literally built into. The architecture of some cities. I was just learning how this guy who like designed New York made these bridges so low that buses with black people like couldn't get into nicer areas, yeah. right? Like this is an issue, but um, but that's I, again where it's like we know that there has been like parts of our society, education, agriculture, like all of these different like all of these different parts of our daily lives have so much shitty like history behind it that most of us don't know that I think when a lot of us start to realize as we have through social media and different things, we're starting to realize, oh my God, like we have been put into a society that basically kind of wants to fuck us. And it's oh, a, I agree. And there's people up there who are like, cool, like I'm loaded and you stay poor. And it's just like, okay. We'll be right back. We're back. So I'm gonna. That was PSA. A, I'm not hateful. Okay, I speak with a lot of passion. I said angry sometimes. I'm yeah, hateful. and you know what's funny is that I get called angry for being passionate, but then when someone else talks about something, they're you know whoa, whoa, eccentric. I mean, they're passionate, yet I'm angry. Now check yourself for that. I freely admit that I'm an angry person. No, I know, but you need to check yourself for that. It's okay to be angry. I know I'm not, but I'm just tired of being called angry for being passionate, and you know why I get called angry. So don't play dumb with me. Because you're black? Yeah. I mean, do you think I call you angry because you're black? No, I think you call me angry because I you, you I make you angry. You make me angry, <laughs> but you also, I think you also, I think you're also one of many people who can't really differentiate passionate versus angry with some people. And I think I'm one of those people that walk a murky line because I do speak very passionately when I'm into something. Mm -hmm. And then it comes off angry when it's like, who's angry? Ah, yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get anywhere um, right now with that concept. Mm -hmm. What was I going to say? My topic. So, um, right. I'm not going to do my SOS because that SOS was kind of long and was really good. So we don't need to add anything more. Oh, um, okay. Oh, I mean, did you want to continue? I mean, you might as well do your SOS. You just fucking talked about it, basically. No, 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 I didn't. Um, I was going to talk. I was just going to get into a topic. Okay, go for it. Okay, so. Whatever jumped out at you. Um, when you bought me some clothes online from Zara, mm -hmm. uh, there were some, there were, there was a couple duds and a couple jams. Mm -hmm. And I did, I did like, I, 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 yeah, I liked a couple of the things and, but then. I don't know. I, I had, I maybe had a bit of a tepid reaction okay. at the time. Okay. And I think, and you seemed a little disappointed because, you know, your clo clothing gets you going, right? You, you like clothes, you like shopping, you like fashion. I'm a little bit more utilitarian when it comes to what I put on. I think there's something wrong with looking nice. Like, I don't think, I don't think you need to be dressed up in a suit every day, but I, you know, there's nothing wrong with looking. Sure. You know? So I said, but then I said something like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just not that jazzed by by clothing or 
or or or maybe like one of the pieces. I think it was the black pair of shorts that was like kind of long and, and sort of weird. And I was like, nah, I don't know. I'm just not too jazzed up by these. And you were like, what does get you jazzed? I mean, which is, I mean, it's a, that's a funny question. But, and then I was like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, what does get me jazzed up? Like, what do I, what, what, what do gets I, you excited? Yeah. What gets me excited? What do I look forward to? Yeah. And I was thinking, I was thinking about that question because I was like, wait a minute, like, do I, do I not care about anything? Am I like a strange, you know, joyless psychopath? And I am just realizing it right now. I don't think so. But um, I was like, wait, like, what do I like? What do I really like to do? What do I look forward to? And uh, something that came up was podcasts and podcasting. This gets me jazzed. This is like the highlight of my week. Maybe not the highlight of my week every week, but consistently. uh, And because now we're doing more fun stuff, like the world's opening up. It's the summer and, you know, we can see people. But, but, and, and I mean, and, and part of me, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, I like listening to podcasts. I mean, like they're free for the most part. Uh, which is nice, and and I laugh, and I and I learn stuff, and and I like podcasting because, you know, I get to sit down with you and 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 talk and argue and and think of stuff, and, uh, but but kind of the idea is, but then I thought I was like, oh wait a minute, am I like hard to do nice stuff for, and like does that bother you? Because because like you know. You know, in, in a lot of cases, right, let, like, let's say you do something for someone you love and you really think like, oh, this is good. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to like this. And then it kind of just it, it falls flat. Yeah. That's sort of like you trying to make this offer and then it, it doesn't get like received the way you like it. And then that could maybe make you feel yeah. like you didn't accomplish your goal, which could give you a negative reaction. And now I'm like, oh, no, do I do I make Georgina feel like, you know, she's not a good partner because like, I don't get jazzed up by the stuff that she thinks is gonna, is gonna work. You know what I mean? Am I difficult? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Um, yeah, I think, you know, um, obviously we're very different. Like I'm a little bit on the more material side than you. Um, you're definitely on the other side of the spectrum. When it comes I just want to wanna be, yeah. I and can... you like more, I mean, again, I think you are somebody's grandpa on the inside because I think you really do like, you care more about like, I mean, not saying that I don't care about, of course I do, but like you're more like friends and family and events and memories and things and whatever. And I'm very like, yeah, all of that. But plus like, ooh, like I like fashion or like, ooh, like certain cool technology or things like that. So like, I just like, I feel like I do sometimes really do draw a blank when it comes to you because I just feel like, you know, I mean, in terms of even just the clothes, like I know that clothing isn't really your shit. You could really care less, to be honest. It seems like a lot of the times, but you know, I was like, oh, like maybe I'll get him some cool stuff. And then like, he'll kind of like see what I'm talking about when I, when I get jazzed for, mm-hmm. you know, like certain clothes or certain things. Cause also too, like, I'm not saying every day, cause this is, that's a fucking stretch, but some days you do want to like, for me, like sometimes, I mean, again, for me, I feel like sometimes I do get up and I put on something and I feel really, like, I feel good about myself. I'm yeah. Like, oh, you know, cute like, outfit. Like, I'm like, oh, I look good. Like, yeah, I'd get into an accident if I saw me on the street, you know, or something like that. <laughs> like, in, in my mind, I, w- I would sooner have like eight of the exact same outfit that I just wear every day. So I don't have to think about it at all. There's no ambiguity and and I can save that time and put that towards my ever growing list of like healthy habits and rituals that I am obsessing over. 
And I think that's, again, like I have no problem with that. Like I liked jobs where, again, I had uniform because then Monday to Friday, whatever, eight hours a day, I didn't have to worry about shit. I just be like, cool, put this on, go to work. But the other, you know, 20% of the time after work on the weekends, I feel like that would be my time to be like, oh, like what kind of like style do I have? Like what kind of like, Mm -hmm. and I mean, also everyone's so different and you know, I personally wouldn't want to wear the same eight outfits all the time because then I feel like someone's like, okay. No, it's they... just eight eight copies of one outfit. No, I know. Okay. But then also, too, in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, this looks very jumpsuit jail. Like, yeah. I feel like I escaped somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what What am I escaping? Escape the prison of your mind. But I'm not. I'm opening my prison because I'm now opening it to the creativity of being able to dress in different ways and, you know, go by feeling, not by just utility. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's another thing is like people express themselves differently. Yeah. And like, I mean, like, you know, you, you know me, I, I have a closet full of clothes, but also to like a lot of the shit I don't wear because sometimes I just feel like. I don't need to wear all my clothes right the fuck away. Like a lot of my clothes, like there's some things where I'm like, Ooh, that's cute for fall. I'm going to save that. Or, Oh, that's cute. I'm going to, you know, and I think that's where like my things kind of stretch a little bit longer because yeah, like there are certain clothes that I wear every day to work, certain dress pants, certain things that I'm like, Oh, this is getting worn out. And it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. And then there's other things where it's like, Oh, I save that for later. And then I don't have to worry about it. But yeah, I think maybe like in terms of for you, I think you definitely, um, you are definitely a little bit harder because, like, every fucking year, Christmas and birthdays roll around. I and know. I'm just like, oh my god, what, what the like, fuck what am I, am what I, am I gonna to get do? This guy? Like, and, and again, like, because yeah, you're not really like, you're not, and it sounds it's good and it's bad, but like, you're not into like normal man shit. Like, I couldn't go and be like, oh, this is a really nice like, you know, watch or well, you already have Apple Watch, so forget it. But like, yeah. or like a really nice like, oh, this is a really nice cologne, or this is a really nice like, oh, this cool tech thing or whatever the fuck. Like, well, hold on, you're I not mean, really. I, mean, I, I do like some technology things. You know, I like... know, but it's not like new, new shit. Like, you're not like no, 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 you're no, not no. big in the tech scene or no. big in like you're not really big into anything. Well, I, you know, I, I I will agree and disagree. Um, and You're big into apocalypses when they happen, but they never. So. <laughs> Look, I do love, uh, I love a good apocalypse movie. That's for sure. I'm into movies. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely into movies. I'm into podcasts. Uh, but also, you know, as someone who has personally moved a few times and then also helped other people move. And um, this is something I've mentioned. I have, for someone my age, I've kind of randomly been at someone's home who's passed away and like being part of like clearing their shit out. And from a lot of these experiences, I have this philosophy that almost everything is just waiting to become garbage. And like, I do really firmly believe that. And I'd rather just skip the garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but again, you can take that too far, right? You can take yeah. that too far. And that end, I take things too far. And that's also, I think, something like, okay, like, for, for your example of being like, oh, I've been, you know, in someone's home where they passed away and had to clean out their shit. Yeah, I've been there, too. But it also makes me think, like, for some people, like, even with my aunt passing, like, she had shit from when we were born. And I'm just like, okay, like, to somebody else, this might be like, why the fuck are you keeping this? But it's like, she's had this for 30 years. That's right. where I'm kind of like, when I look at people when they clean out their things and get rid of stuff, it's like, or they do a revamp. It's like, yeah, maybe do a revamp of your closet or revamp of your, you know, bathroom or your kitchen or your space or whatever, because you've utilized and used this shit forever. And some things, again, like, I'm not saying everything needs to be pristine and clean and shiny and whatever, because life is messy. You'll get stains and you'll get things. But I think, like, 
having less is more can be a mindset that can really fuck you because then you really start to think that like you don't deserve more. No, and 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 you know, I I and then I, I you get trick what... yourself into thinking like, oh, I'm good with this, and I don't need more than this. But then you're also denying yourself the ability to say like, I do actually do. I don't need it, but I want it, or I deserve it, or I worked hard, or you know. And it kind of becomes this idea of like, I think for you especially, and I think maybe like I don't know, but. It, to me, it kind of seems very like depression era type shit sometimes. Where I know. it's like, God damn, like we don't have to do that. Like we like, yeah, like utilizing certain things and creating less waste, spending less money for sure. Awesome. I love a good DIY. Love a fucking good DIY. But sometimes it can almost to me feel very borderline like, yo, are we rationing this week? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's also too where you can have, it's a, Find balance of finding what works in the middle, not too excessive, but not like rationing. Yeah. And not saying like we ration anything, we don't, but you know, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like having less is more is great. And having the minimalism idea is really good because we do live in a society where everything's being mass produced and shit's going to landfill every fucking second. And we're having too much of shit, but also too like, I think finding that happy medium of being like, I have everything I need, but yeah, maybe I will go get this one thing and then I won't get anything else for a little bit. Or, mm-hmm. oh, I'll get the one cool piece of new technology and I won't, you know, fucking get anything else. And I think, you know, quantity over quality over quantity is important. Um, and I think it's something that is harder to learn as you get with age in a way because we do live in a very, very insane society where, you know, you can get something for $200 and you can also get something for $100. You can also get something for $500. You can also get something for $300. So I think it's just almost like the quantity, the quality over quantity idea is hard because sometimes you spend the money and think you're getting quality and you're getting shit. Yeah. I mean, you know, part of it kind of is, I, you know, I, I do think our society and I mean, you know, look, I like, there's no good, there's not gonna be any original thoughts like coming out of me in this podcast, but we are, I think, I think we do lean a little bit closer to an overindulgent society overall. And, um, and we, I mean, we've had consumerism beaten into us and, and we are controlled by like we we are we, we truly like in a lot of ways we're just being controlled by different forms of advertising and i don't and i i don't want to be in that more than more than i need to because like i still i still do participate in that in way in some ways mm-hmm. i mean um you know like i still look on instagram i still see all those ads every once in a while like i'll click on one and like think about something um but half of that shit is just like garbage that's going to break um and, but, but I, I would, I mean, I do, I do strive to still look forward to, to nice stuff. But again, like I'm really looking forward to our Salt Spring Island trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, you and after the dad mentality, you're a dad, but you don't even have a kid. Look, I like the, like, and that's not shade or anything. I'm not no, saying no, that's no, a bad I know, thing. I know, I know, I know. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've already touched on, on this stuff a little bit. And, uh, I mean, would I do like, should I start a podcast just with like a therapist and like podcast my therapy? 
No, because that's a bad idea. But would it be kind of be interesting and illuminating? Yes. And then if I could listen back to it, I would actually probably get more out of that therapy, to be honest. But um, that wouldn't be so good for the public to listen to. There's, I mean, do I have a dad? Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, like, I'm like depression dad, right? Wow, oh, save money. Hey, don't use too much. Oh, that's going to be garbage. But also, I mean, you know, part of me does often look at stuff and and kind of the, the automatic thought is like, that's a luxury you don't need. You know, save the money, don't get the thing. I was at, I was at No Frills today buying sardines because I eat sardines often. Cheap food and healthy. I like. I like cheap and healthy things. And there was the sardines. There's like my favorite sardines that are 167 for a tin. And then there's like the no frill sardines that are 137. And like they wouldn't taste as good. But I was like, ooh, is the thir- is saving the 30 cents worth it? And I was like, no, you know what? I'm getting the sardines I like. I'm not getting the cheapest thing. Um, that probably just proves your point. Uh, but, no. but 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 again, like, you know. Sometimes, you know, part maybe part of there's uh, there's something there's something known as anticipatory grief. That's like when you're when the a terrible thing hasn't happened yet, but you're sort of anticipating it and expecting it because you know it's going to come, and 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 it's and like kind of getting to that sort of like depression era, mm. like saving stuff. It's it's kind of like that saving for a rainy day situation. And the, the the peace of mind I would get from knowing, hey, you know what? I tighten the belt here and there. I've got a financial cushion. I'm going without some stuff that like I probably wouldn't really give a shit about anyway. That like that I feel better about. Like I feel I get jazzed up by knowing, you know, I'm I, I'm being responsible, you know, and I mean I, I don't know necessarily know that I can be the person to say I'm responsible because that's just my perspective, right? I could be irresponsible and I just wouldn't know it. I don't think I am. I mean, but I guess I I need to, you know, I, I should I should relax. You know, there's I like there's just indulge a little bit. Like I'm not saying like, you know, every day, all day, but like I feel like you really like you honestly really try like I think you've tried really hard to be responsible and I think you do a great job at it. And I don't think it's something that I think that a lot of people do struggle with being responsible. You know, I, I do too. But, you know, I think like sometimes I just think I'm just like, damn, like give yourself a fucking like give yourself the thing if you want it. Like you don't need to like like, yeah, like you don't want to overindulge too much or go too hard. But like I sometimes I just feel like I'm like, damn, like you don't give yourself anything. Uh, sometimes, I, sometimes, and that's right. not saying all the time. Because sometimes I'm just kind of like, "Oh shit, there you go." But okay, but okay, but here's you know what? Okay, something something that sort of contributes to this is like I remember, like this is so weird. It, it must have been years ago, but I remember. I think it was. I think it was either. I think it was like I had been clearing out my dad's place or like doing a purge when he was still alive or whatever, and just finding all these pens, right? And just thinking like. Why do people even buy pens anymore? Because like the number of just weird free random pens that we just all have just like hiding in our homes and our drawers and our offices, there's probably literally enough pens in the world for the rest of time or for the next hundred years. And we could just stop making pens and just like, I know this kind of sounds crazy or like maybe doesn't make any sense, but there's some cases where like, we just need to realize we already have what we need 
And and again, hold on. Let me finish this. I'm listening. Okay. I, I believe everything, and again, I'm saying need, not want, and, and there there is a difference. I think yeah. you're more like, what the fuck do you want? And I'm always just thinking about like, what the fuck do we need? But but I really do believe in a lot of cases, we already have what we need, you know? And a lot of people think, you know, that they need, they need to make changes to themselves and their lives and, and in order to do that they need the next thing or they need to they need to you know throw money at this problem when you know the 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 like uh, the solution and and the strength and the attitude and the belief and the power is already within us as people and I think we get distracted. I think we get distracted by the things instead of having less stuff around to distract us and 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 investing more of our time and time and energy at like looking within to be able to discover like that that strength and that focus and that and that grit and that ability we all have. That's also a luxury too because depending on where you are and where you live you'll always have distractions, whether you like it or not. It could be as simple as someone just driving fucking by in a car. It's like, that's where, you know, like, yeah, like I think, you know, need versus want is super important, but also to like not going too extreme with either is also a very fine balance to have because it's like, you don't want to always get your wants and never your needs because then you'll get fucked and you don't want to always get your needs and never your wants because then you're going to feel like resentful and you're only going to be resentful to anybody but yourself because you denied yourself that thing. Right. So I think it's, you know, but it also, it also depends on what you value. See, I think, I think we are in a Western world and we're not in a third world country where it's like, Oh my God, I have water today. That is amazing. Yeah. You know, like we're not, we're not trained and we were never brought up in a, in a community or in a place where having just what you need was more than enough. Like we were always, and that's again, where it's like, you look at children who grow up in different countries where like they had half of what we had and they were happy as fucking clams. Well, yeah. And, and see you, you, sorry, like the, you said the word enough and that like for me, that 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 word carries a lot of weight in in kind of my my life and, and and what I believe and what I strive for because you know I I I do I do feel a lot of gratitude for for what I have already uh, it might not always seem that way but I I am grateful that I can I can be hydrated I'm grateful that I have access to very healthy food I'm grateful that we live in maybe a modest but very pleasant and nice apartment. Mm. I'm grateful that I have love in my life. You, that's more important than anything in the world, right? You know, I've, I've got a laptop that I and a microphone that I can podcast with. You know, I've got all the information in history in my stupid little phone that I own. I'm not in debt, you know, and, and can't this just be enough? Now, it isn't because, like, I mean, we both know I want to buy a bigger home. I want to do stuff. I want to grow. And I... And, and, and when that happens, I will want things. We're going to buy furniture. I want a king-size bed. But none of that stuff really comes up right now. And and I just, you, you know, I mean, wh- when's it enough? Like, I just, I kind of, like, I, I, I would like that feeling, and I think I, I achieve that sometimes, of being like, hey, this is enough. 
you know, for now, like in this moment. I think it depends on the person. And also, too, you have to look back at your upbringing because also, too, you have to think back as a child. What was enough to you as a child? What was enough for you? Like, Probably, I mean, some like, kids had nothing see, and they played with a cardboard box and they were perfectly happy. And some kids had all the fucking toys in the world and access to everything and they're miserable. So I think it really, it really, you have to look back in your mind thinking like, was the simplest things actually the things that made you happy? Like, was it just going to the beach and watching the water making you happy? Was it, you know, going and buying all these things making you happy? Like, I think, you know, when the question is like, when is it enough? It'll never be enough because life is never, life is one of those things where those questions can never really be answered because even when you say this, 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 and this is enough, there will be something else that you'll fucking put in that pile where you're like, oh, whoa, 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 I need that to be enough. Slide that in the pile. Or you slide, it's like a sliding scale of, you know, what I what I want versus what I need, what I want versus what I need. And those shifts, those sliding scales, they can switch. It could be something that you want now turns into a need. Something that you need now turns into a want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when is anything ever enough? I don't know. That's a question of looking at the poorest person versus the richest person going, Okay. Do you have enough? Do you have enough? Okay. Now, what do you want? What do you want? What do you need? What do you need? And then those two people might realize, Hey, the rich person might say, I have everything I could ever imagine in my entire life. I don't have to worry about a goddamn thing, but actually all I really want is, you know, peace of mind or a relationship or whatever. And then you have someone who's poor or doesn't have as much or half as much. And they're like, yeah, all I actually really want is the exact same thing. I don't have shit all, but I have, I really want that. And yeah. that's where it's like, as humans and as like society evolves, especially Western society, we're trapped in this idea of never having enough, but we've never been in the position to actually say we don't have it. And I think that's where when people, people who are children of immigrants and children of people who have moved from poor or lesser countries, I think that's where those children kind of have a better sense of like almost what they can go without. Because if you're, if you came from parents who came, grew up in a third world country or grew up in an area where they didn't have much and they moved to another country now, and they're trying to give you the world and you're looking at them like, I don't want it. They're going to be like, so you want to go back to what? And I think that's, you know, even for a coworker of mine, you know, her nanny's Filipino and her nanny worked really hard to bring her kids here and her kids fucking hate it here. They're just like, send me back home where I got to go piss in the fucking dirt. Like I'm not yeah. like they hate it here. And she's like, but I'm trying to give you fucking everything in the world. And they're like, yeah, but this ain't it. This is what I want. Like, yeah. this isn't, you because know, what, like, what, like, what, what we, what we want. I, and I think what we need is, is community connection um, you know, love, uh, safety, stability, and and sometimes like uh, objects and material kind of ties into those things. Yeah. But me personally, like my personal philosophy that is is with me every day and does has not changed yet, but I reserve the right to change my mind is the most valuable things in in this order are love, time, and then money, right? Love is you can't you can't create it necessarily. You can't you can't manufacture it. You can't you can't trick it or buy it. You know, and and, and it gives you the best feeling of your life. Love, true love, whether it's romantic or or familial. And then time, you can't get more. It just goes away every day. Uh, but you can do things to save you time. Uh, 
And then money, well, money can kind of get you a bit more time. If you can pay someone, if you have enough money that you have a personal chef, eh, I don't have to cook anymore or, or whatever. If you have enough money to buy a car instead of having to take public transit, maybe that's faster. Yeah. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 sh- I, just, I wish I could be like kind of more normal and stuff, but, but I mean, the thing is like, I, I like some stuff, you know, I, I like an expensive bottle of booze. Um, I, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind maybe some extra podcasting equipment, like one of those arms. So when we tap the table, uh, it, it, uh, it, it's better. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, I think, I think like, I think about it, like you remind me of the kid who's at camp who like is so like, is so simplistic, but it's so refreshing and beautiful in a way because not a lot of people are like that. So it just reminds, you just remind me of that kid at camp who's like, I'm so happy we're just outside. I'm just so happy we're like well, doing whatever. And then you have the other kids who are like, oh my God, I don't have my fucking PlayStation. This fucking sucks. And well, then you look at that kid and you're like, look at him frolic. He's just so happy with like well, whatever. And yes, there's wants and there's needs in there too in that head. But like, you know, to be that to be that free in a way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. One person's freedom is another person's jail, but you know, I think there's other stuff that's, that's more interesting, like, like wisdom, you know, or, or knowledge or, or, I mean, like literally if I won the lottery, if I won the lottery and if money was no object, I would, I would have six podcasts. I swear to God, it would be so much fun. And because that would just give me excuses to talk to people and even strangers and learn stuff and 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 capture their voices and their experiences for other people, right? And 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 build these and like that that's a community, right? It's and 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 keeping an oral tradition alive, but then evolving it with technology. And it's it could be can you not just like play with your weird little thing? I'm listening. It's not making any noise. I'm sorry, you know what? I should have ignored it. I was like, I was on a roll there. Um, I mean, you were like throwing a ball back and forth like a cat playing with a toy. And um, I'm listening to you. You were, you were. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, that's, that's probably getting picked up on the microphone, to be honest. Um, okay. You know what? That's a terrible way to end this podcast. I was like, I feel like for a second there, I really seemed like a good guy. And then I came back down to earth. Um, I don't know. We need to like, we need to strategize when it comes to gifts because part of gift giving is... Part of gift giving serves the receiver and part of gift giving serves the giver. Yeah. Um, And we'll probably get into that more the next time there's like a special occasion or a birthday or a holiday. Yeah. And I, you know, I think for me, like, I don't, I don't really like give gifts very often, but I do like, you know, like it's no different than like, I'm going to my mom's and I'm like, oh, do you want anything? Can you pick up anything? Oh, can you pick up this? And I'll pick up like other little things. I think, oh, I know she'll like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's no different than me looking online for Zara because let's just be frank. I was looking for shit for me, but then I ventured off to the men's side and yes. said, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm not just a me anymore. I'm a we. So, ah. you know, I got to, you know, think about you and yeah. You're, we're part of something bigger. That is something I've been thinking about so much lately is how important it is to be part of something bigger, uh, whether it's a, it's a family, a group of friends, uh, a church. We have nothing against religions as long as they don't like hurt people. Um, uh We'll be right back. Looking at me like you got something to say. I... Go ahead, please. I don't have a smooch. You don't have a smooch? I couldn't really think of one. You don't love me. 
that's not true. You're going to leave me, huh? Also right. not true. You're going to put on that new fit and leave me, huh? All those three things are incorrect. <laughs> Listen. What's a new fit? Oh, outfit? Yeah. Okay. Wow, you don't even know my lingo, so you don't even really love You me. shortened the word like the kids do. Right. Yeah, right, I like. Did. Yeah. It's lit. Yes. Litty. <laughs> okay oh, God. so i mean you know what here's the thing is you did the sos i the topic was mine and now you're doing the smooch okay sure yeah my smooch is i like the fact that you don't get um bum hurt when i need space like it doesn't mean like like i'm not talking like oh my god we're gonna go on a break like ross and rachel or any no. crazy shit like that but sometimes i'm just like you know, you can tell when I'm kind of like, leave me alone for a minute. Like, I'm not mad. I'm not, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. I just want, like, I want to be alone. And I think that's also a problem. Like, I guess in a way, it's a problem of being kind of independent in a way. Because it's just like, I've kind of been like that even when I was little. Like, sure. as, you know, an adult, as a teenager, I've always been very comfortable by myself. Like, doing things by myself. Like, I'm not one of those women who's like, oh, my God, I can't go eat by myself. Like, listen, give me the menu. I'm going to sit here alone and look cute and eat. Like, and so I really appreciate the fact that you don't get bum hurt when I'm just kind of like in a mood and you can tell that I'm kind of like, leave me alone for a little bit. Yes. Like not any hate, no salt, no nothing, no shade. I'm just like doing my hair or doing something. And yeah. then I'll kind of give you a look and you'll just be like, okay, I'll step out for a minute. I'm like, yeah, leave me alone for like a minute, you know? And I do appreciate that. It took me a while to learn that or acquire that skill yeah. because I do have an anxious attachment style yes. as you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean it, it, it like it is, it would double help if you, if you said that, yeah. but, but then sometimes you, I do need to just kind of pick up on the vibe yeah, and, and I be like, Hey, you know what? She, she probably wants a bit of, time without me and and it's probably not personal see that, no. and that's, that's the thing you know a, a huge skill is just taking stuff less personally yeah and I think like I think I've gotten obviously over the years I've gotten a little bit better being like okay leave me alone mm -hmm. but um yeah like I don't and that's a thing where it's like it doesn't have anything to do with anybody it's just the fact that like I like being alone like not like obviously you know but you know like I you like miss being single no 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 no, no. We, oh my god we didn't even get into sex life that's no. Ah, uh, like, don't, like, don't even start talking no, about it. No, we got another. Don't even minutes. start talking All right. about it. So. No, 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 no. No, we're no. You're it. the one who said this was a short podcast. Fuck it. I am not talking about the show Sex Life on this podcast. Maybe a bonus episode in a couple days. Fine, but I do appreciate that because I feel like sometimes for me, I'm kind of like, I love being around and doing things with you, but then also too, like, I think there is this kind of inkling of me that like misses some aspects of being single even in terms of just like going somewhere and just kind of puttering around and doing whatever and not really like not having to think about the 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 impact on on other people well yeah and i don't do anything i think that impacts anybody outside like i like if i'm just like oh i want to go for a walk by myself right it's just like i just want to go for a walk by myself of or course. like go listen to my podcast by myself and like do that kind of thing and you know i think it being in a relationship you know 
I've learned a lot about myself in terms of like just being more verbal about the way I feel or yeah. verbal about like, like, and it's funny. Cause even at the beginning, I remember like I would just be sitting around doing something and be quiet and you would just be scurrying around like a fucking, you'd be scurrying around like with like, like a squirrel on crack. You'd just be like, oh and I'm just like, I'm fine. Like, I just want to sit here and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think a lot, and I, you're not the only person where I've had that even at work, which is, I think is kind of hilarious to me, but like, I'll, and I'm a very chatty, open, talkative person. Like, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll just be sitting there doing something and everyone will be like, what's up? And I'll be wrong? like, there's a Let storm me. brewing. And in my mind, I'm just like, God damn, I can't process my thoughts now. The fuck? Let me stay inside my head for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, I do. I think, you know, I do appreciate that about you. I like the fact that you are slowly learning to not take it personal that, you know, I like to you know, be do things on my own, be by myself. I think we've kind of even started to sort out a little bit of a regimen for like Sundays even where like before we would record in the afternoon and then the morning we kind of both do our own thing. You'd go for yeah. runs, do whatever. I'd go putter, do whatever. And then we come back and record. And then today we're doing it a little differently. We're recording first and then we'll kind of leave the afternoon free to kind of do whatever. Um, but I do think like, you know... <sighs> I don't know. I think it's healthy in a lot of ways for a lot of relationships, friendships, romantic, whatever. I think it's really important for people to have the ability to be by yourself, have Mm -hmm. the ability to sit in a park and watch the world turn and, you know, go for a drive and listen to music or do whatever, or go shopping by yourself, go grocery shopping, go pick up books, go, you know, interact with people. Hell, go to the museum by yourself, go do all these things by yourself. Because like, I feel like we're starting, and I mean, maybe as a woman, it's a little bit different, but I felt like, especially when I was single, I would start to feel like, uh, like, and it's weird because I look around now and I notice single people, but when I was single, I noticed everyone had coupled up. Mm. It was just like, why is everyone in twos? What the fuck? Did everyone get a number and I just missed mine? But I think that it's really important, regardless of being in a relationship or not, it's really important to spend time with yourself because you also... We're all at ages, hopefully, we're still learning, we're still growing, we're still trying to figure out things about ourselves. And I think having that capacity and that mindset and that, like, giving yourself the the allowance to think without having other people influence you, because as much as we don't want to say it, you know, family influences you, relationships influence you, work influences you, society influences you. And sometimes you just need a moment to be like, what do I think? Or like, what do I actually, like, how am I even like in my mind, like even a couple of days ago, I was just sitting around just fucking, I mean, it was 4.30 in the morning, but I'm just at the beach mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there thinking like, how do I talk to myself? Like in my mind, like, it, like that's one thing I started to even realize, like as I've gotten older, I've been nicer to myself in my head. Mm. And I think a lot of people, if you don't give yourself that space to even recognize that, you're going to realize you've been talking to yourself crazy for the last 10 years, or maybe you've been too slack, too lax on yourself for the last 10 years. And mm-hmm. you've been, you know, just being like, everything's roses when the house is on fire or yeah. being like, holy shit, everything's bigger than it is when you're just catastrophizing in your head and not giving yourself the space to be like, now let's think of multiple scenarios, not just focus on the absolute worst or focus on the absolute best. Let's be giving ourselves that leeway to realize there are different scenarios for everything. And, you know, I definitely think it's really important because as a woman, I feel like we're just drilled as far as fucking 
basically the second we come out the womb, it's like, so girl, where's your man? Like, it's just, we're trained as women throughout society. And it's changing, thank God, because, you know, you got your different sexes and different orientations and whatever, and it's getting better. But I think as women, um, or sorry, cisgender? Yeah, right. Women born women? Women who? Women who are just born a woman. Yeah. Women with the straight? same. Can I still say straight? You, straight's fine. Okay. You know, your, your gender identity is the same as your biological sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Um, that is a whole other podcast because I don't know shit about shit, but I just love everybody. So I'm That's saying. Um, but I think as women, we're just drilled in our minds like, okay, like your main goal in life is to catch a man and keep them. Your main goal in life is to reproduce children and, you know, have this very, you know, sleeping beauty, Cinderella-esque fucking ending, which never most of the time happens. Be a princess. And, you know, I think that it's sad because it's like, if you're somebody, for example, even myself who was single, I used to be so hard on myself for being single. I literally was like, oh, wow, girl. So, you couldn't catch a man and keep him, so you are worth nothing. You are the worst type of individual. You are the, you know, epitome of what the fuck is wrong in society as a woman. You, you know, whatever. And then I started to realize, regardless of being in a relationship or not, I'm like, I need time to process, like, how I'm feeling. And then whether or not this is coming from inside or if this is outside pressure, mm-hmm. just putting pressure on my mind and pressure on me to be this person that maybe I don't want to be. And, you know especially with relationships i think a lot of women i don't i could be wrong email me email us and tell me i'm wrong mark and geo dynasty at gmail but i think a lot of women have this idea of oh if i don't cater to my man and my man's not happy then i'm not even a woman i'm not even you know i'm not even doing what i you know i'm not doing god's work essentially i'm not doing what i was put on this earth to do and it's the same thing of women who go through you know different part phases of life where they feel less than because they can't have children or they've miscarried or they mm-hmm. have to do IVF or they have to do a surrogate. And it's this idea of like, you're not a woman or you're less than if, you know, you don't, you don't cater to somebody else. You don't cater yeah. to your children. You don't cater you to a be, man. Yeah, you should be you don't serving. Cater. You should be serving somebody. A and man I think, or a family. Or a family. Yeah. And even if you're serving a job, they're still looking at you sideways like, oh, you're serving your job, but okay. And you know, I think that it's really important to have that time to yourself to kind of figure out what you want because it always changes. People change their minds every damn day. And I think it's no different than having the idea of giving yourself the space to say, I'm going to actually give myself and my mind the ability to think and mm-hmm. decide whether or not that's something I want to do, something I want to change. And people can change. You can change yourself any day of the week. You can fucking, you know, you could be an emotional drag forever if you want to be. You could mm-hmm. totally change yourself. And, I think that the problem I think with society now is our focus is so always elsewhere that it's never within ourselves and what we truly feel. So I think that's why anxiety and all of these different mental health issues are just on the rise because we had the time period during COVID to be by ourselves. A lot of us unwillingly. And I mean, a lot of us hell are just like, Oh my God, I don't want to be alone anymore. But also too, did you utilize the time you were alone and actually like, Figure out you re-evaluate. or reevaluate yourself or reevaluate your past post your post your pre-pandemic life versus your post-pandemic life and whether or not those two same people, if you even want them to exist anymore. You could have been one person pre-pandemic and be a different person now and then realize now, you know what? 
I don't want to take that post person or that pre person pandemic, that mid pandemic person into the future. So I'm gonna throw both them bitches away and figure out something different. And, you know, I think it's really important to have that because the more you look through time, the more you kind of realize, like, I mean, hell, like I, I feel like I'm in that weird age range of you're an adult, but you still process like someone out of college. And maybe that is kind of a little bit of a detriment to you in development of being, filling out, figuring out who you are, what you like, what you, what your values are, what you really want out of your relationships, physical, romantic, and friendships, as well as boundaries. And I think that's the thing that everyone's talking about now is, oh, set up your boundaries, set up your boundaries. definitely. Healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. But the thing is, most of us don't even give ourselves time to even think of how to set those up. And you know, you know what's interesting is like time boundaries. I think that is so good because I used to be the person who was stretched thin. And then, and then I remember I was, I, I had to start just cutting out stuff. And, and I was like, oh, you know what? The pen, I'm, I'm swinging the pendulum back and I'm going to err on the side of more free time than maybe even I think I need. Because when you, you know that the power of saying no to things is great, you know, and and maybe being like, nope, uh, I don't have time to to do that commitment anymore. And also, I'm going to stop just automatically saying yes because, like, mm. the great. I really, really think something very beneficial can happen when we do have that extra time and we do have fewer distractions, and if we can find some quietness and and see and see what comes up and and that's why you know there are there's so many i don't really want to get into that but prayer when people pray i'm not saying we all need to pray and then you know what some people pray to their traditional god some people pray to a higher power however they perceive that but there's something very, very, I think, beneficial to whatever your ritual or habit is that is in the same genre as prayer, where you're quiet, you're alone, you're 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 thinking about something you want, maybe you're thinking about something you need, but things get narrowed down, you know, and I think there's some built-in reflection there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, meditation is is a little bit more popular than prayer these days, and I think I think they can serve the same purpose, and that is why I do like kind of my weird quiet morning, where you know, if you're doing if you're doing mindfulness meditation or or whatever type of meditation that you know you're you want to quiet your mind and be still and breathe and focus on your breath and and do that stuff, but then your brain just like creeps in. And is and you know starts to run amok, and you just have these thoughts that that sprout up like weeds. But then actually paying attention to those, you can you can learn something, you know, and or maybe just some realization will just like pop into your head, you know. You're like, ah, I should stop doing that, or or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I think it's, I don't know, like I just like for me, like I think everyone needs to find those different things like that they like to do that maybe isn't necessarily like. It's kind of a, a quiet time, but it's also like 
a good reflection time. Like I Absolutely. love, I love going for drives, like driving. I, I'll literally get in my car and have nowhere to go and just drive somewhere and just have the music on and just be jamming to the music and yeah. like thinking about different memories or just the day or whatever and setting myself up for kind of how I want to feel, you know, going forward emotionally and mentally within the day and, you know, it's no different than people who like to go for walks and listen to podcasts or go for just walks and not listen to anything and just hear the world fucking make their noises. And, you know, or, you know, yeah, like the early morning people who like to go and go for runs or do things. And, you know, I think it's important to have that time to yourself because as the pandemic kind of, I mean, it's still a panty, but it's starting to be a, le- a half panty. So a half panini, sure. Crotchless mm-hmm. um, panty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no crotch. Um, well, we don't have crotches because they're masks now. Um, right. Um, but, you know, I think as things open back up and people start to get back to whatever normalcy they used to have, they also have to be very mindful of the idea of what did you used to have that you don't want to have anymore? What was the busyness and the overwhelming feeling that maybe you don't want to carry through anymore? Yeah. And also putting yourself in perspective of like, oh my God, all these people want to get together and all these people want to see me and all these people want to do things. Okay. You're a different person now, which is totally yes. fine. And everyone is a different person. If you are not, then maybe you are asleep for the last two years almost, but you know, it's okay to be like, you know what? I'm not the person that I was about in the pandemic or pre pandemic. Mm-hmm. I cannot hang out with you every weekend. I cannot commit to these things anymore. I cannot commit to a whole day event. And that's something for me that, you know, I've even started to realize, like, I love to see my friends. I love to get together. Sweetheart, you're not getting me for the whole day. All right. Right. Because there will be a time where I hit a wall where I'm like, I'm now mentally about to check out and whatever we are doing or whatever conversations we're having is not going to register. And it's not going to be holding a memory in my mind or hold its place. So now this is going to be a waste for you and I. So that's where, kind of having that realization of like time frames, boundaries, and also too, I think understanding that, you know, we can change and that there's nothing wrong with that and taking time for yourself to even figure out where you want to change. You know, it's yeah. not only about the outer body. It's not only about, you know, health. It's not only about mental health, but it could also be about spiritual health. It could be just about, I'm going to burn some incense and sit here and just mutter and putter, or I'm going to fucking you know, sit here and pray to whoever the fuck is up there controlling shit or, you know, like, I think it's really important to take time for yourself. And, you know, that's kind of why, you know, for me personally, I've always designated Sundays as being like, nope, this is my day. Like if a friend of mine is like, oh my God, let's go for brunch or do something. And it's a couple weeks out and I plan for it. Then I'm going to switch the Sunday and make the Saturday my me day. But like, I'm not running myself ragged just for the just to just say I was doing something because no. also to the idea of looking busy is I think a problem that I think a lot of the older generation dealt with like that I could remember but and maybe some of the newer ones too but I feel like I remember there was a time period of time where people were scared to not look busy and they wanted to always because mm-hmm. there is an idea of oh you're lazy yeah or, you're, oh, you're not you're you're not trying your hardest but it's like who are, who's that who who is that person to tell you that you're not trying hard because you're not constantly doing something because can they open up your mind and look inside? Yeah, I mean you can't you can't put the gas pedal down to the floor all the time because you know I I do think growth growth happens a lot of growth can happen during downtime and when you and when you remove something sometimes something better 
can can find its way in, yeah. you know? And I think that also that might be true for people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've... I had a bit of a falling out with with a friend uh, this year. This you year, you can go back to the episode. It was great. Um. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> that was a good one, actually. Uh, I've had a bit of a falling out uh, with someone who did, uh, who I gave uh, my time and attention to, because it's a two way street. It takes two to tango, and and I, and I am kind of happy with how my friendships and relationships are right now. And I, I was actually reflecting on that. And I, I've been feeling like I, I, I'm in a pretty good place um, with the people that I, that I do choose to, to spend time with. Although there are some people I've kind of been slacking on. I do need to. But I don't think it's slacking necessarily. I think it's also too, like if every, like, I think it's, it's but also, it's like, hey, you know what? They haven't texted me. That's what I'm saying. They haven't and, called and me. That's, and that's again, where I'm kind of like, I love reaching out sometimes. So sometimes I'm just like, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm the friend where people are like, where the fuck are you? And I'm like, here. Like, yeah. that's where I'm like, and I think that's where like, it, for me, a lot of my friendships, no love has ever been lost. If we don't talk for a whole fucking year and then we see each other, it's still the same. Like, we still have that mutual, like, I've been busy, you've been busy, but we still good. Yeah. It's not like you're bitter, I'm bitter. It's fine. Because I think that also too, the compassion of, what has happened in the pandemic and people's lives changing. I hope that a lot of people have come to the realization of like the phone works both ways. Don't be fucking trying to guilt trip me. No way. Cause also too, that's a manipulation tactic to guilt trip someone to not to, to guilt someone into feeling like they haven't put enough effort when you had a phone too. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. And you know, hopefully as things progress and go on and get better, I mean, this summer is going to be like the roaring 20s for sure. And people are going to want to get together and go out. But also too, like, I'm not, I'm going to say that I'm glad the pandemic is coming to a wind down, but I'm also, I miss those days of like getting up in the morning, grabbing a coffee and walking around and it being kind of quiet and like yeah, I know. people not really like being out and about, like people are out and about all the time, but it's just like, it's not the same level so I do miss that quietness because I feel like so many of us, as much as we shit on the pandemic, we needed it or else we were going to burn the fuck out or even worse, mentally burn out to the point where we won't be able to process our own thoughts. And the next thing you know, we're just like, oh, I'm a mess because I can't fucking process anything or I can't understand concepts the way I used to or even interact with people and understand and read people the same way because I'm just all over the place, you know? Hmm. Sometimes you just gotta slow it down, do less, you know, get some quiet time and see what comes up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay, I did, I did, I did think of a smooch for you. Did you? Yes. <laughs> you are my leisure champion. Okay. Yes. You 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 help me, you help me relax and unwind. Do I really? Yes. Wow, I thought it'd be the opposite. No, no, you don't. I mean, do you wind me up sometimes? Sure, maybe. Uh, but yeah, no, it's nice. So you you kind of advocate for 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 in, in a way that helps me have a bit more fun. Like like I wouldn't have just gone to the beach yesterday. I know, and I that's, I think it's good to you know kind of you know just relax and chill out. And, it was delightful, and I you know and I think that you know it's important. I think a lot of people don't really. They guilt, they make themselves feel guilty for relaxing. And I'm so fucking far away from that. I'm like, listen, if you put me on a beach for a fucking day and I'm not doing shit all and that's all I did today, 
I came to the beach. That's something. Like mm-hmm. I'm never, I've never been, and I think slowly but surely that I never used to be that way, but I was become the person where it's like, you're not going to fucking make me feel guilty for doing nothing. Okay. Like who said you need to be busy all the time? Society. Fuck society. Look where we are. Fuck that. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. Try to enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. Spend time with yourself, you know, fucking go look at some plants looking at plants i don't know why and i think that's maybe why we have so many plants i like just looking at the plants because just seeing them just they're not doing shit you don't see the plants running off the fucking safeway no they just chilling in their pots getting watered and growing and flourishing and who says that we aren't plants we're just not planted you are poison ivy yikes on that note you know you're a snake plant yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, you're a snake plant <laughs> okay. Well, darling, I think that's it for us this week. Yeah, let's leave the people alone. Okay, mi chiki familia, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Stay cheeky. Stay freaky. Bye.